if you are here as a returning listener, then you would probably know this podcast as Spirituality. However, I'm really excited because this is the very first week that we are actually going to be changing our name and going under the brand new name of Diabolical Woman, the podcast. So I'm really excited about all the energy I'm going to be bringing forward. You can expect a lot of the same content. However, we're going to be talking to some badass mystical and business women who are just changing their fields every single day. Um, And there is nobody else in the world I would be more excited to have on this flagship podcast post than Athena Sai. Hi, Athena. Hello. I'm honored to be here. Yes, and we are so excited to have you. Athena is the owner of Holistic Mystic Healing. She is a radical DNA activation practitioner, a Kundalini Reiki master teacher, an oracle, an international best-selling author, and creatrix. Hi, Athena. Welcome, welcome. And why don't you tell us a little bit about your work and all about you? Well, I, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I just adore you and everything that you bring forward. So it's an honor to be here. Um, a little bit about me. Um, I always joke around that I basically was born <laughs> to explore the metaphysical. I mean, you know my chart. It's in the stars. Um, and so I was born always, on Halloween. Yes, I was yep, born on Halloween, across from a cemetery, like all this weird stuff. But it's <laughs> um been very spiritual and I've always had the uh, gift of sight. So as a young girl, you know, I had, you know, uh, visitors or I'd have you know fairy friends I'd play with outside I was always like making things with like grass and plants and trees and um it just kind of from that it just kind of um developed on its own and then in 2000 and it was 2002 I went to school for massage therapy but actually what I really went for was uh holistic healing so I learned a little bit about eastern medicine I learned about our meridians and our chakras And then I also became a Reiki practitioner in 2002. So Reiki, Jinkaido, and then Yusui Reiki. So, and, you know, I I dabbled with that and I wasn't quite confident in all of it. I used it for myself, my close friends and family. Um, And then I had this big shift where I was teaching yoga and fitness. And in 2018, I quit my full-time job and became a, a studio owner. So I had my own fitness studio. And then in 2019, it was going great, but, you know, I had children and I was feeling the burnout from the working out and it it just wasn't fulfilling me anymore. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what, what is this? And so I connected and um, I was offering Reiki at the time. And I just want to share a little bit about this one story, because this is what the catalyst really was. I was doing Reiki with a client. I was doing Reiki and um, uh, fitness. And so with that, I had this visitation in the session. And at first I couldn't tell. I'm like, is this for this client? What is happening? And it was like the most profound vision I've ever had. It was like the man was standing there with me, like full body there. And I was like, what is this? And um, he was telling me, he's like, it's time for you to explore more. You need higher learning. Um, and it was just like, I get goosebumps and my face gets hot just talking about it (laughs) because it was really, it was really profound. And so then I started searching and I started, um, looking into other things and I use essential oils and herbs. And so I reached out to some of my other oily friends and they directed me to the Woo Collective and it, and I was the same kind of way. Like I had all these signs that, that kind of led me to that. And right away, like within the first week of hearing about DNA activation, my whole imbo- my whole entire body lit up. And I was like, I have to do this. And so that was, I think, I think September of 2019, I believe. And then I had this radical shift where I needed to close down the fitness aspect of my studio. And I started to do the energy healing. So I became certified in March of t- 2020. And so through that, it was just a really like, it's, it's kind of like all these things just lined up and now, you know, that's what I do. I do meditation and I'm an Ascension guide. So I help people understand what their soul is here to do. I help people to connect with their gifts. Um, you know, I am an Oracle. So I take people on these vision quests where we journey to meet their, their selves, their multidimensional selves, their guides, um, all to bring it back to the heart. 
to really bring it back to their truth and understand, um, you know, spirituality doesn't have to be complicated. We can bring it to the earth. We can bring it to this plane and we can start to really use the tools and the techniques to understand ourselves in a more holistic way. For everyone listening, I've worked with Athena, oh my goodness, several, I, we both worked with each other, which is one of my most favorite things because I love these um, connections that I've made in this mystical community. But I mean, yeah, I've had a, well, several readings from you, a light language activation. I've had um, our womb healing se session. I also just had my, um, oh, what's it called? Star, what's it called up here? Star chakra? Soul star. Soul star reading. And I got uh, 10 minutes into it and my kids got crazy. And I was like, you are going to ruin this for me. And so I closed it. I was like, I'm going to do this by myself later. Cause I was like, it's, it, I think you got right to the part where I was heading into, you know, this home planet, my first life, you know, this, this offering she had is just beautiful. And I was getting right to it and they started going crazy. And I was like, I'm not going to listen to this while you guys are being wildlings. It's going to have to wait. So I was excited to still finish it. But Athena is magical and mystical and badass across the board. So make sure that you have the opportunity to work with her because it's incredible. I also, um, yeah, what my, so today we're going to be talking about DNA activation, which is something that if you've been around Athena or myself, you probably heard us talk about, but getting in deeper is going to be some really secret sauce and I'm excited, but my journey to DNA activation was very similar. I like one of a, one of my friends, like an acquaintance at best randomly sent me a message one day when Lorene outside of the Woo Collective was actually going live. And she said, Hey, I really think you just enjoy, um, listening to Lorene talk. Like she's really amazing. So I jumped on and again, I haven't, I hadn't actually spoken to this to this woman, like one-on-one. -on -one. So it was such a random message that she had thought of me. And, and it, you know, Lorraine started giving out messages or giving out readings. And I was like, oh, I'll take one if you have time. Never think there was 40 people on the live, but she called me out and I was like, I have to know more. Joined the Woo Collective. I saw DNA activation. I saw them talk about it and my entire body like lit up. And I kept telling myself the funds will come in. Like kept telling my husband, you know what, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to, I just started my business. I was like, I'm going to make the money first and then I'll pay for it. A week or two went on and I was like, I can't wait. Like, I was like, I don't know what it is, but like my dreams were all lit up. Like I, like every single night I would open my eyes and my bedroom door, the light that would come through the door frame was like a portal. And I was like, I would just sit there and like stare at it. And I was like, this light is so crazy. I was like, what is going on? I had to make night sweats and all these symptoms. I had a dream of like this snake that just like shot up my spine and like filled up my head. And I was like, I don't even, I didn't know what Kundalini was at the time. So I told my husband, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to float it. I'm just going to, I feel like I got to do it. Um, I was like, I'm just going to make the investment and I, I'm going to trust that the money will show up. Within two weeks, I had completely paid from my new business after I got activated. I had paid for the entire thing. And like, this is not one of those like hokey, like MLM, like I totally can pay for it myself. Just put it on your credit card. That was just my journey. I knew I couldn't wait. And the universe responded with a very full calendar of clients and a brand new offering that turned into the Oracle deck. I mean, it was just crazy and divine. And I will forever think DNA activation was the catalyst for the rest of my life. It's incredible. Oh, I love that. And yeah, we, and everybody has their own unique journey. And I really truly believe that many of us in our soul incarnations um, and our past lives, you know, when we have such profound feeling about this, like it is something beyond this life, oftentimes, you know, like we carry this within our DNA and, and really DNA activation is about coming back to your purest, most divine crystalline blueprint like your original blueprint and so we're able to really you know peel back the layers and see what's kind of been stopping us and so the ability of yours to be able to manifest and like you said yes to your soul you said yes to your heart and with that trust and self and trust in the divine you know your path was laid out for you and everybody's path is going to be a little bit different with it, but it's it's really about honoring your intuition and understanding that your soul is guiding you here for a purpose. And for me, it, it changed my whole life. It changed, you know, my relationships. It has changed 
how I show up in the world. It's deepened my connection to my soul family and, you know, um, just my, my light body in general has expanded so much and, and the way that I practice every day has, has shifted. So it's been an amazing journey. Experiences were like, you know, for shit, you'll find shit 10 out of 10, right? Like, and that's kind of like how life can be sometimes like when we're just in it, we're in it. And of course it's kind of like mucky and gross. And it's not that that mucky and gross and the shit goes away, but it's like you have the tools and it's like, there's just a confidence to like get above it and just go over it. Like it's still around you. You're still in a 3D body in a very messed up world, but it is something that is, it's, it's indescribable yet it's so real and tactile. Like I have the evidence of how it has changed my life. Um, and so I guess just to start off then, why don't you try, try explaining to us what DNA activation is? Okay. Well, again, like if we want to go to the most basic, we'll start at the basic. It is coming back to your original crystalline blueprint. We all have DNA within us, right? And like when we were growing up and in hearing things in school, like we heard about the junk DNA and basically the junk DNA is scientists haven't caught up to it. They can't put, they can't like actually give us data to what it really is. There's not a protein uh, molecule that's attached to it. So they can't say, this is for the function of your arm or this is for, you know, this. So, so all of our DNA is spiritual and, and it's just really about, um, unlocking that and understanding that we are so multidimensional. We are so vast. And so we're connected to the stars. We're connected to the earth. Right. And so with this, um, actually, I just, I want to share a little story that I have been putting the pieces together for a little bit, but then I just had someone come into my field that like sealed the deal. So um, I was always drawn to the chromosomes. And if you know about the chromosomes, that's where the DNA is actually stored within the chromosomes. Humans have 23 chromosomes. Most animals have 24, right? And so I was always drawn to this like number two and number three. And I'm like, what is the deal with this? And I just, uh, his name is Dr. John Ryan. And he was on a video that I was watching and he was talking about how humanity, um, basically we used to have 24 strands, there's 24 chromosomes. And at one point in our human evolution, one point in our human evolution, it had been combined. The strands of the chromosome two and three have been combined. And there's a lot of theories of how that happened. Um, a lot of people will say like the Palladians came down to help with that, the star beings that were here. But basically it was really for our own human evolution. Um, and so we are growing from that. And, and so now we're kind of at the stage where we're opening up to more of the possibilities. So it's almost like we're exploring where we were spliced, right? Where we were combined. Um, and it's just really, really beautiful. I encourage you guys to check out his work too, Dr. John Ryan. Um, just really amazing. He's actually a doctor and he turned more spiritual and works within the spiritual realms of the DNA as well. So just, I wanna give a shout out because it just really helped to solidify how it all started, right? So anyway, um, you know, DNA activation, there are so many strands. Everyone has a different viewpoint. With this modality, we work within the 48 strands. So we kind of do it in two different sessions. So like level one, we'll say is, is one through 24 strands. And then level two would be the 25 through 48. And then after that, you will continuously evolve at your own pace. And you've seen it, you know, like there's like you said, there's, there's big like moments that come through. You're able to be the witness of your life. You're able to kind of float above what's happening to experience your life from a neutral place, right? To be able to be grounded and centered in yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it like, even like, so my coach has brought this up to me before and, you know, I have a lot, I, you know, I really struggle with inner child um, work and just like that fear-based stuff. Like, and I'll, I'll talk to her about it a lot. I'll be like, you know, I'm just, I'm scared. I'm very scared. And she's like, but you have these things and you're very conscious of them. Like I'm conscious of my ego and my inner child and all these voices. She's like, but you rarely act from there. And I was thinking about it, I don't know, like, it really stuck with me. And I was like, that wasn't always the case. I used to act from a place of fear, but now it's like, I can so easily separate like 
yes, this is a real fear of mine, but I'm not going to, that's not the place that I choose to move from. I move from a higher place. And that is exactly it. Like you just nailed it. It's like, I just view it from a higher perspective that was unlocked. Like I couldn't even stand up there. And now I just live up there and it's amazing. And I love it so much. (laughs) And it does take work. You know, it takes us being able to actually view our shadows, to be able to actually look at the parts of us that we have suppressed and we've been ignoring so we can heal. And so we can get out of the, the rut that we were in. And as I was kind of tuning in before this, just to give like, I like to give experiences to people. So this came forward to share with you guys. So I just want to share a little bit about it. So if all of you guys listening, if you can close your eyes, if you're driving, please don't do this. (laughs) But if you're able, just kind of close your eyes here and just take a couple of nice deep breaths into the heart, into the body. And then just visualize yourself in a dark, dark room. And there's just a little tiny crack in the wall where you can see a little pinhole of light coming through. And you've been in this darkness for so long, but there's something that's so deep within you, you know that beyond this darkness, there is that little light of hope within your heart. And then all of a sudden you begin to change your perspective and a door opens in front of you. And you realize that the door has always been there, but it's your perspective that needed to shift to realize it. And slowly you gain the courage to walk towards that door. You take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, you step through the door and you see the light of the sun for the first time. You can feel the sun on your skin. You have to close your eyes again because it is so bright, but this allows you to come into the feminine path of experience. You can feel the wind blowing through your hair, warm earth supporting you underneath your feet. This is an experience that's similar to DNA activation. You feel it, you know it, And so just taking a moment, sitting with that and then opening your eyes when you're ready. And that's what I feel like it is. It's like being able to get out of the box, getting out of the darkness and seeing that there's so much there, but it's our perspective that has to shift. We have to say yes. And and through that, like so much growth and transformation has happened with my clients and seeing them go from scared and not being able to share their truth or being afraid of showing up online or just not connecting with their family or their emotions. You know, I work with a lot of people with inner child wounding and I work with a lot of people that um, are dealing with the mother and the father wounds, you know, and how we can start to heal our lineages and how we can start to heal, um, you know, our our future generations. And, And this modality can assist with that. Is this like a a one all be done? No, our work continues. (laughs) Gosh, I wish it was a magic pill. That'd be so nice. (laughs) The way I've parented has changed. I mean, like everything about me and has changed. And I think it has not, I didn't expect it to be so obvious. And it is like, it is people that have known me my whole life, my family. I mean, like I just am moving differently. And the word that I always come back to is unapologetic. And not to say I do not always apologize because I'm still a very insecure person. <laughs> so I'm always like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But there is a, still this like fire of like, I'm unapologetic about my mission, about my purpose and about my goals. Like I'm allowed to want them. And also just this connection of purpose that now comes with it. Because before I've always had a hustle, but I've always like had this drive to get higher. But now it is not just like a 3D drive, you know, and there's like, I'm like, oh, there's like some shit I'm here to do. Like, and I can't, yeah. I can't sleep on it. Like I gotta go, I gotta get going on and, it. And you kind of brought that up. Um, you know, you gotta go, you're feeling this drive forward. And part of this lineage of DNA activation is through the Mary Magdalene 
order. And if we think about Mary Magdalene, she also was initiate through the order of Isis. And so this modality is ancient. This goes beyond even ancient Egyptian times to the lands of Atlantis, whether you believe that or not, that's my truth. But, um, you know, it, it, it's really been brought forward for humanity because they saw what we were going to go through. You know, what is it? Every 26,000 years, we're going through this huge, massive shift. We're stepping into this new age of Aquarius, the golden age, which the last one we experienced was around the time of Atlantis, right? So they knew, they saw what we were going to be going through. And so they energetically and also the priests and priestesses verbally, they would heal people. They would bring them into the temples. They would heal them. They would do this work and they've passed this down. And this information is coming because we are becoming the radical guides. You being initiated, whether you're a practitioner or not, doesn't matter. You are part of this lineage of the, the light workers, the, the earth tenders, the people who, you know, the priests and the priestesses, like you are part of this, the witches, the mystics. We are gathered here together for this time for the purpose of awakening humanity. And we know we can't save everyone. This isn't about saving everyone. This is about standing in our truth. This is about standing in our authenticity and sharing our light. And those who see it, those who, who hear it, who feel that calling, they will rise too. And so it's this process that, that we are here and the Magdalens are here. Like we are part of that now. You are part of that now. And so just carrying that with you, right? Knowing that you're supported through it is just incredible. All over because it is such a magical experience. And I really would just encourage anybody just to learn more about it and talk with other people because it, it, it's life-changing. It really is. Um, Athena, can you tell us where did you first learn about DNA, radical guide DNA activation specifically, but also just DNA activation in general? Well, for me, like I, I always kind of explored. So I knew about, you know, energy healing and cellular healing with Reiki. Um, I learned about light therapy and, you know, different modalities, a lot of different modalities, but then I also heard about quantum healing. And so I just was kind of intrigued. And like I said earlier, I had this calling, this whole body apparition standing next to me, like, you need to go further. Like, this isn't where you're stopping. Okay. It's time for an upgrade. <laughs> I <don't really laughs> right yeah. and so so with that um i stumbled on the woo collective and they're the only ones that i have known who has a permanent modality for dna activation because when we think about dna activation it is sound and light we're all made of sound and light and so um using our own gifts and our intentions we create this sacred space to help to activate these strands and we call in the deities we call in god's source and um, you know, this is just such a beautiful modality and Laureen and Shakisha are the ones who, um, they channeled this work and they brought it forward for the masses. And I just think they brought it forward at the perfect time for us that are either practitioners or the ones that have been activated already, because look at where we're at now in the world and how much this can help people. You know, we're awakening, we're seeding things within people we're helping them, you know, awaken. So I learned it from, from there. There are other things like um, you can listen to DNA activations on like YouTube and things like that, but those aren't always like permanent. Those are something that's going to kind of stimulate your DNA. It's going to give you a boost, you know, so you can absolutely listen to that um, and do it. So, so yeah, I learned it through the Woo Collective and yeah, I've been a, a practitioner now since uh, March, I think, I think it's March, 2020. Think about March 2020 and, you know, like you said, those divine steps that kind of like led you up until you were a practitioner right as the world was coming to a stop and you were kind of probably, you know, your in-person studio probably had to take a pretty big step back, obviously, because mm -hmm. of the plague. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that's really interesting that it happened right that month. I mean, probably around that time. Yeah. <laughs> what, and you had said you had your DNA activated the September before or was that just mm -hmm. when the process started? Yeah, I, yeah, I had it start. It started in September and I went straight up. I, I didn't even wait. I went straight up. I put it on a credit card. <laughs> I knew it was going to, I'm like, cha-ching. I couldn't wait. Like I literally couldn't wait. And I was like, okay, universe, please help me to understand what this is about. And they're like, here you go. And so, yeah, I just put it on the credit card and paid it off so fast. And it's been amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, 
I mean, it was a gift from the universe. I swear to God, like, I still can't believe. I remember the day I called my husband. I was like, I just sold five of these offerings that I didn't even know I had. And I was like, and they just sold them. And he was just like, what do you mean? He's like, and I was like, I just, all five of them, I offered five and they all just sold up. And I was, he was like, what? I was like, I just paid for my DNA donation. And it was, it was incredible. I cried like I, and I don't cry. <laughs> so it was like kind of a big thing for me. <laughs> um, I don't know about you, but um, have you noticed too, that the DNA activation is kind of ongoing? Like, I feel like I'm like, it's almost like an, a key because I'll get to this other layer and I'll, you know, I'll kind of have to push through something, but it unlocks. Like I continually feel like it's evolving within me. I'm not, and that probably sounds so hokey and wooey and people are probably like, this girl is crazy, but it really is. It's like, it's like this evolution of light within you that just keeps moving like a ladder up. I'm getting a weird visual of like each one, like unlocking up higher and higher. It, and it absolutely does. It absolutely does. And if we think about it, you know, with DNA activation, there's these different seals that are placed within us, within us, right? And so as we start to remove these seals from our energy, um, it starts to open up our light body. It starts to open up our original crystalline blueprint. And with that, at every obstacle that we experience, we know that there's that light through the darkness. We know that we're going into the darkness, we're going through it, we're doing the things we need to. But on the other side of that, there's still that hope and there's that realization that, oh, once I do this, I am going to freaking explode afterwards. And it kind of becomes this trust and intuition and trust in yourself. Um, you know, I've heard of some people who had activated up to 220 and beyond. Like for me, it's really about trusting in yourself, knowing that it's happening. Oftentimes I will go into meditation and my guides will come forward. Like usually it's Isis and Mother Mary they'll come forward and they'll help me to activate my DNA. Like I'll go into meditation, not even knowing that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and then that's what usually happens is they're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to help you. We're going to move up to this next layer. But with that, there's all oftentimes the, the obstacles that we're going to face, you know, and just to share a little bit about like my real life and what's happening. I'm being guided right now to yet again, shift and close my fitness business completely and turn into, um, you know, whatever is happening, you know, like, so I had a trust and I knew this was coming mm -hmm. and I could feel it coming. And yes, I all, I have my emotions and my attachments and, you know, still kind of clutching onto things that I don't really need, but I see it. I see that I'm doing that. And now I'm releasing that and I'm trusting in this next step. And I know that whatever is coming is going to be perfect for me. And so it is about building trust from within and, and knowing that you will, you're going to continuously expand. Kind of popped into my head right there is how many times to if and not even that you have to have gain activation for this part but just when you are not on uh maybe on this journey but like where you say like you know you have felt it coming you felt this shift but you're that there are still parts of you that are clutching i have seen so many people you know that you know we're not i don't self-insert myself into their lives but you can see that they are clutching to that part because they don't want to lose it because we do we have we grow 3d human attachments to the life that we have built when we are asked to walk away from it, it can really suck. It like, and it's hard, but people hold on to that so much. And then they wonder why is my growth stifled? Why am I not getting anywhere? Why am, why am my journey not changing? And it's like, you're still here holding. And there comes so much power empowerment um, with just letting go and letting, <laughs> letting it like the water just carry you somewhere new. And it's hard, like, and I think that's the thing is so many people see people moving in a spiritual community, they're like, oh, let's just move so easily. It's really hard, okay? Like we, we are struggling every single day with the exact same fear and insecurity and egos, and it's just release and faith. And that part is worse for me because I'm like a control freak. <laughs> I think it's so important too to know that when you're in that and you can still see yourself clutching, it's still a process, you know, and it's okay to be in that process. There's no shame with doing it. Everyone's going to have to experience it on their own and to realize, and they're ultimately like, you know, I have to say I'm done. You have to say you're ready for the next step. We have to make that initiation and that, you know, like 
yes, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready for the next initiation. And I know that I'm going to hold on to this a little longer than I really need to, just to make sure it's the right choice, but then I'm going to let it go. And that's true. And that happens to all of us. And just to give yourself grace um, during those hard times, because the planet is literally shifting. I mean, the energy of Gaia herself is shifting into another consciousness. And so we here get to feel all that. And so that's what a lot of us are feeling. There are all these energies that not only are they coming from the universe and coming down through our chakra channel, but they're also coming in from the earth. And we are basically recalibrating. And so we're being asked to build yet another foundation. We thought we built it in 2020, right? When we were you know, we're asked to build another energetic foundation for us to move from, from a place of neutrality, from a place of balance, from a place of um, knowing your true self. Yeah. What do you think the difference is, or not what do you think, uh, what is the difference between RG DNA activation, which is that radical guide, which was um, created and birthed by Shakisha Reynolds and Lorraine Malley, um, formerly of the Wu Collective, and they kind of created this. What is the difference that you've seen there between other activations? I know you kind of briefly touched on it, maybe not being permanent. What is your process that makes it kind of one of a kind? <laughs> so, well, I think what the biggest part is this isn't just us as a practitioner doing it we are calling in divinity. We are calling in the ascended masters. We are calling in the angels. And so when we do this work, we are bringing forward the light of, of the divine. And so we you know, do this in a sacred container. We do this in a, a, in a place that's so connected to the heart. We anchor our clients into the heart grid of the planet, creating this massive shift in humanity's energy field through the, the grid of unity consciousness. And so with that, that's, you know, we're anchoring in and it's, it's so much more than just the session, right? It's so, it goes beyond that. We're really opening it up. So, you know, Reiki, yes, is amazing. I love Reiki. I still teach Reiki. I give myself Reiki all the time. Um, and that's fantastic. And that helps on a cellular level, but DNA activation goes deeper. It goes into the molecules of your body. It works with your entire etheric body. So your aura, it works with your chakra systems. It works with your meridians. It works with your temples within, which are your organs, right? It works through it all. And we're anchoring in the God codes, if you want to call it that, or source codes or whatever it is that you call the higher power. We anchor in these light codes within your physical body. So we go through a removal process, a cleansing process, an etheric cleansing of sorts. We balance the chakra system. We call forward the guides that want to work with you or that are working with you. Um, in my sessions, I do a lot of past life healing. So as I'm looking or feeling through the DNA, I will get past lives that come up that need to be cleared, right? I will get, um, I do a lot of uh, sound healing. So my voice does all sorts of wild, crazy things when I'm in these sessions. So I'll speak light language or, or I'll tone or I'll make different things and that's clearing the energy. So it's a full body activation and man, it's, it's so beautiful. And we bring in the ancients, we bring in the knowledge of the earth and the stars, we anchor it through the heart and we are creating basically the new earth when we do this, when we're activating and awakening and we're saying yes to ourselves and our clients are saying yes to, to themselves, we are shifting that dynamic from the polarities that we've been feeling. The, the um, you know, we're moving from the more masculine side and we're bringing balance. We're bringing the feminine side back so we can create the unity again. And so I think this is really called for at this time as the divine feminine is rising within the planet. You know, we're seeing that all over. We're seeing the women rising. We're seeing the sacred rage. We're seeing, you know, people honoring their emotions. Like this is huge. This goes beyond this session. This goes into creating the new earth. It's creating the paradigm. That's what we're doing. Yeah. I get chills. <laughs> um, can you also explain what all, and this might not be the right word, but like included, because there are several parts, at least in my activation that have been, um, you know, like, like you said, like the chakra clearing, um, there are definitely like steps that we went through, Akashic clearing cords. Um, what, like, what is kind of like the process or what's included? What do you do when you activate DNA? 
Well, I want to first off say that every single practitioner is a little bit different. We use our own gifts and abilities. We do have a framework. So usually we'll go in and um, clear the energy. We'll work on the different seals and not everyone has every seal. I'm, I won't go into all of the seals just because, you know, you know, just because uh, we won't do that now, but we go through the different <laughs> those, and then really as I'm releasing the seals, that's kind of when the past life comes up for me. So I'll start tuning into past lives. Um, I'll have uh, deceased loved ones come in if there's anything they're still holding on to. Um, and also like if there's any kind of star families that are coming forward, I'll bring that energy forward. Um, we do the etheric clearing. We do the chakra balancing. We clear through the um, Akashic records. So we work on different vows and contracts, which is coming up a lot the last year, especially, um, especially with the divine feminine wounding of the witch um, or the bitch or even, you know, uh, the the vow of silence. Right. We're hearing a lot of people that are starting. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. starting to really see that now because we as women and those who hold the feminine energies, which we all do, but uh, more geared toward feminine energies that we're like rising even more. Um, we're starting to reclaim who we truly are. And so a lot of times we'll go in and sometimes there's stories that are attached to that, that need to come up for the people to actually be able to implement in, it into their life. It's like, I, I tell the story of what they experience. So, you know, in this past life, so they can not get attached to that, but they can see how it's playing out in the current life. So I kind of go like, this is what you're experiencing. This is now what you're feeling in this lifetime. This is how it's weaving together. So let's go ahead and clear this. And I actually have them, I do it on a recording. And so I have them repeat after me certain things. So they're stating it in their own words and they're releasing the vows and contracts. You know, like it's about empowering them to make those choices. Um, so yeah, we do that. We also activate the two primary psychic gifts. So your clairs. So um, you know, the claircognizance, clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience, sometimes empathy, or I don't remember the, the smell and the taste clairs, sometimes those will come forward as well. Mm -hmm. So we'll activate those. Um, and then we also activate the sacred archetypes, which I just adore. And so these are the archetypes that really are, have been prevalent throughout time. And so these um, are a little bit different from like the Jung or, or Carolyn Miss. They both have archetypal energies. This is more of the sacred feminine. So this is going to be the warrior or the warrioress. This is going to be the shaman. This is the medicine woman, the wild woman, the healer, the seer, you know, the muse, um, the high priest or priestess. So we're working within the body to activate the two primary that are ready for them to stand in their power. This doesn't mean that you won't ever have an opportunity to explore these other archetypes. And that's one thing that I definitely explored. Like I had the healer, my seer was the most, and then my healer was the next, right? And so from that, I started to explore my lifetimes and my connection to the shaman and to the medicine woman and to the creatrix, right? And even into the warrior energy and the high priestess. So it's an evolutionary journey. It's not saying that I'm a warrior this entire life. Like we get to explore it all. And so through this activation, you start to start to bring that forward in your life. And it's just so beautiful. Another thing I wanted to mention on too was when we talked about the vows, because that was such a big part for me. My two main archetypes were the storyteller and the healer that came mm -hmm. through and I loved it. Um, but then the vows that um, Athena kind of touched on too. So kind of what's behind that is that in our past lives, we may have made a contract or an agreement and our soul made that if we have not completed or canceled or whatever that contract we carry that energy into this life right now and so for many of us um especially i know for me and i've had a couple i accidentally opened a past life portal oh my god it was so crazy i did this akashic uh, meditation right and i was like i'm not connecting like something wasn't right i was like it just i couldn't get anything in right at the very end i was like can you just like show me a past life then because i'm like in the zone you know and i'm like nothing's coming forward and then um the guided meditation kind of clicked over i hear her kind of start calling us back and i was just like whatever okay i guess i didn't get anything like this meditation was kind of a bust and i just closed out the meditation without grounding and coming back i immediately fell into a nap and had a really intense and graphic dream and I woke up and I was like, okay, that was really weird. 
the next day at the exact same time, I get a wave of fatigue and I was like, I got to go take a nap. And then I had an even more specific and graphic dream, one in which specifically where I was begging my husband not to take my kids. And I was like, I promise I will never act out. I'll never speak about this again. Just don't take my kids from me. And it was like kind of a weird modern dream. But the first thing I said when I woke up, I looked at my husband who came to wake me up and I was like, I went back to that house again. And I don't even really remember the house. That was just what I told him. Yeah. And then later I, you know, I had gotten hold of Lorene and I was like, what are these dreams about? And she's like, they sound like past life things. And she's like, maybe, you know, they're coming through your dreams. And I go, you know what I did? I was like, I did a meditation yesterday and I did not close up. I didn't ground. I just kind of left this like energetic portal open. And but in that, I could see this, this vow of silence I had taken in order to protect my family. And I, that was cleared during my DNA activation. And I will tell you, that is probably the one thing that people have noticed the biggest change in me is that vow of silence. Like I cannot be silent anymore. I cannot be quiet. It costs me too much monetarily, but just in my life. And so if you have been kind of feeling, and there are other vows too, that you can take vows of poverty of um, what's the other one? Celibacy is another big one. And there are things that you take from past life that care in. Yeah. (laughs) Different, different things that you have agreed to that, that your soul has agreed to that need to be cleared. And I'll tell you, that was one of the biggest shifts for me. Um, That was really powerful. And we closed down that portal. (laughs) I asked no more, no more dream walking in that one. Cause that was a pretty rough past life to see. I was like, Oh my gosh, what is happening? (laughs) Perfectly for you too, because you saw in another lifetime that you still carry that. And we have to remember that these vows and when we're doing this, this doesn't mean that every single vow of, of silence that you've ever taken is being cleared. This means that what you needed in that moment is coming up for clearing. Oftentimes, as we continuously do our work and we're continuously growing and expanding and evolving, new lifetimes will come up. This can be either from this current life or even from other star systems that you're still holding on to this energy. So a new vow of silence may come forward for you that was related to something else and you needed to be energetically aligned before you could receive that. So again, this isn't something that's going to like magically fix it all, but it is going to where you're at in that moment, it's going to unlock so much and it's going to open up so much. And then you have the ability to view it as that witness, right? Stepping back and going, okay. And you, you know, this isn't, this is weird. And you've reached out to help. Whereas before you might not have ever reached out to ask anyone about what you were experiencing. So you're already using your voice. You're opening up that silence. You're being able to also, you know, seeing you grow with your, your art and how you're sharing yourself and how you're sharing your stories and how you're writing, like all of that is part of your soul. And so, you know, opening that vow. And, and opening that sacred archetype of the storyteller and the muse, that's the artist, that's the creatrix too, you know, that like, yes, it's in the, the creatrix is in that womb space, it's in the sacral chakra, but you got to express it into the world. And so we need the throat to be open to do that. And so this, this will help, you know, it's, it's helping you look at, look at how much you've grown so far. It's been beautiful to watch. Within a week of one year since I've been activated. So by the time that this posts, it will be like almost to the day, one year and shit. (laughs) It has been a crazy year. If you guys have not been following my journey, you can trust, we can talk about it. It's been crazy. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we've covered a lot of these questions, but I know one thing we haven't talked about too much, or if we have, if you want to expand on it, what is spiritual DNA and does everybody have it? Yes, and I kind of touched about that a little bit in the beginning is we all have DNA. And um, I mean, we have so much DNA within our chromosomes. And so the spiritual DNA, it's all spiritual. But again, it's just not what's attached. It's the junk DNA, right? It's what's not attached to a protein. So the, the um, you know, what is it like 95% of DNA scientists can't really, they don't really know what it is yet. They're, they're slowly, you know, getting, getting there. Um, but this is more of the experience. This is more of the spiritual essence of who you truly are. And so we can go in and see those strands and start to, to, um, you know, work with the energy to allow them to fire up, right? Removing all the sludge and any implants or vows or contracts or anything that's within your physical and energetic body, we start to clear that out um, in that moment for what it is that you need in that moment to really expand. 
Um, so I know we talked a little bit about the contract clearing and what spiritual DNA is. Can you expand at all? I know the seals are very complex, but can you expand at all about what they are and a couple of them, how they work? I'm trying to remember which ones I had. I, I know I had one of the Templar ones. I just can't remember. Ah. So there are a lot of different seals that can be on people's DNA. Again, we all are unique in our energetic body and within our DNA. So not everyone will have every seal. The ones that I see the most are going to be the Templar seals and the Zeta seals. Now, if we think about seals, so this isn't just like something that you did wrong in your lifetime and you've got this seal stuck on you. We have to remember that we are part of the whole. And so what happens to the earth? And what happens within humanity's consciousness is how these seals are being placed, right? I won't go into all of the details because everyone's going to have their own view and their own lens to how these seals were implanted upon us. But what happens, um, like we'll say with the Jehovian seals, these were seals that were placed. These were pillars of um, energy that were placed within the earth's grid. And so we are connected to the earth. And so that affected our energy. So it kind of stifled the energy of the earth from growing and expanding. Okay. Not saying it's right or wrong. We're just going to go with it neutral. Right. And so with that, the Jehovian seals act as a disruptor almost between our masculine and feminine side. The Jehovian seals are often found on the left-hand side, which is our feminine side. So it's kind of like a suppression that happened within the, the feminine. And so if we think back of our human existence, look at where we come from that feminine wounding and how we're carrying it. So these were placed on the earth because of humanity's consciousness and where we were at. Again, not, not right or wrong, it just is what it is. And so from that, we've been able to slowly, we're starting to shift, humanity's starting to shift, the, the feminine is starting to rise within, the, the, the rage of the feminine has been out for years and years, you know, but now we're coming more into this balance where we can bring the masculine back in. So again, the seals were placed on the earth and human's consciousness, and so we carry it energetically within our bodies. And, um, you know, so, so again, if you have the Templar seals, one that I often see is the um, Alta Major, which is the seal right on the back of the neck. And if you know about that chakra point, that's a chakra point, and that is where our Shakti essence, which is the feminine of the Kundalini, right? The Shakti essence sparks in that space. So if there's a seal there, there could be a little bit of a misalignment with your Kundalini Shakti essence. And so, so it all goes in with the, the energy and the Kundalini in your body. And so, so it can show up in ways like maybe suppression of sexual desires. It can be um, not really trusting in your masculine or your more, more likely your feminine side, not trusting completely in your feminine abilities and your feminine magic. Um, you know, maybe not giving yourself rest, not allowing yourself to slow down, not allowing yourself to connect deeper into your inner being and your inner uh, workings. So that can show up in that way, right? Um, there's a lot of different ones, but that's one that I, I see often in my clients. And of course, every practitioner will experience differently according to the people they call forward. You know, it's like we, we meet the people we're supposed to meet to help them in whatever way. I feel like it's divinely inspired and guided, but, but um, by our energy levels, basically. And another one that I see, see a lot is the Zeta seal. And this one really acts like, um, it's like a fence. It's like this energetic fence that's like buzzing all the energy away. It, it really distorts how um, we're receiving our messages, how we're getting um, our guidance, our guidance from above, our guidance from within. Um, and this can really affect, this is like where lack of clarity comes in. This is also can be like where, where doubt comes in a little bit too, right? Like you're just not sure, everything's kind of fuzzy, you don't know what step to take. The Zeta seal, when it's removed, oftentimes people will be like, oh my God, I can see now. I see my shadows now. I have clarity on what's actually my truth. I understand the difference between my shadow and my intuition. And, and that all is part of it. And so we're really able to connect and use our gifts in a whole different way. Yeah. By having their DNA activated. And I know this seems like such 
like having kind of been in the same communities and knowing so many people who are activated, I will yeah, preface this by saying it is wide and varied, but what are some, you know, testimonials or things that you have seen happen um, since people have been activated? All sorts of different things. A lot of the people that come to me are um, people who are creators, people who are healers, and lately it's been the high priestesses, those who are ready to become the embodiment of all of their medicine and their magic. And so I see people who are wanting to be healers. Maybe they have instances of, um, you know, not having very strong boundaries. Maybe they have codependent issues. They want to save the world, but yet they're lacking in saving themselves first, right? They're lacking in doing the inner work for themselves because they want to give, give, give. And so oftentimes I get a lot of healers. And so through that, they start to realize, oh yeah, I have to take care of my body. I have to take care of my vessel. I need to have better boundaries because I'm exhausted. I can no longer move forward because I'm depleting all of my energy trying to save everybody else. So kind of removing the savior thing, you know, the, the, the energy that we carry, like, oh, we got to save the world. But really it's coming back and being empowered, meaning that you get to be the healer of your own life. You are the facilitator of the healing. You know, you get to facilitate, help other people, but you're not the, the guru, the savior, like, you know, it's kind of like um, deteriorating that old, old belief structure, right? And then a lot of times the other people that come to me are, I get a lot of the creatrix energy. So the ones who have been suppressing, suppressing their sexual desires, the ones who have been giving all of their energy away to more masculine energy, again, with boundaries, those who maybe um, are not connecting with their feminine gifts, like their deep inner magic. So I help to, to um, you know, activate that within them through this process. And then it's like, they're creating. I had one lady who used to never share any of her art and she shares everything. She created a whole business out of it. She's sharing online. She's showing up. She's being creative. And, and that's what it's all about right now is, yes, we're going through all this dissolution, but also the other side, the face of the feminine is creation. So it's about bringing balance. And so they're understanding, yes, I can dissolve this old part of myself, but understanding that there's new hope and prosperity and creation just waiting around the corner. And so it's really about balancing that. And then finally, I'll just bring up the people who are coming in that have been afraid of uh, hierarchy. Maybe they idolized other people in past lives or in this life. Maybe they had um, a lot of religious dogma. So I get a lot of people who have um, religious wounding, especially when it comes to the Magdalene wounds, the Christ consciousness wounds, the time of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene. I get a lot of people who come forward and they're afraid to speak their truth. They they have a deep knowing that what they've been taught in religion maybe isn't their truth anymore. And so it's like, how do you best navigate that? And so it's really about um, having them understand, seeing the past lives, what they're still carrying. And then through that, they're able to understand and peel back the layers of what is their truth. Just because we were raised a certain way doesn't mean that's who we truly are at soul and heart level. And so uh, allowing them to do that, they start to explore that. They start to, um, you know, own their energy. And when we talk about the, the high priestess, it is becoming the embodiment of all of your magic. It's working with the earth. It's working with the stars and it's bringing it into your everyday life. And these are, you know, the, the guides and those who carry this deep wisdom and want to share it with the community. You know, the, the high priest and priestess are the ones that it's like the wise sages, right? The people are coming to them for more guidance, right? Not saying that they're curing everything and that they're the be all, but they hold this sacred knowledge and wisdom within them. And as they become the vortex, it just automatically shares out into the uh, community. I can listen to you talk about it all day because it's just, it's magic. Um, you know, the visual I just always, or I keep getting right now is just this unlocking, like, especially like on the internet, like double helix. I just feel like DNA activation has been so liberating for me in the way that I've shown up in the world in, yeah, and even just sharing. And it seems so silly in a social media crazed age that we're in because everybody shares everything. But I will tell you that the vulnerability of which that I can show up and that I can share with the world that has ultimately led to the growth of my business, but also to my own confidence, to my relationships, to how I parent. 
it is not a one band-aid fix all it is certainly like an ongoing process and practice but it is an amazing tool in your arsenal that gives you greater insight than you could ever really imagine so if you're interested in dna activation there are a ton of incredible practitioners and like athena said everybody offers something different um but i can definitely vouch for athena's magic and i know that you should definitely get in contact with her because she is a special brand of magic that you'll have so much fun with because your magic is fun like that's the thing that always comes over me it's fun if you want to go and see like starseed oracles and where you came from like just sit down for a meditation with athena and you'll have your mind blown because i've done it and i keep doing it because i love it so much um that being said athena how are some ways that um, my listeners right now can work with you what are your current pro programs what do you have offering to the world right now it's something pretty big I'm excited yeah, yeah. so um yeah so i am a creatrix so i kind of go and flow with the energy i'm constantly creating new things and a lot of times what i create is what my soul is calling me to create and so um, I am launching my Everyday Divinity. It's a six-month embodiment and mystery teaching school. So it's six months together. It's a group program, and I cannot wait. Um, we're really going to be working. Everybody gets DNA activation as well. It's part of the program, so we'll be working on DNA activation. Um, we're going to be doing womb healings, and this course is really about kind of a, a step it's an embodiment program through DNA activation, really. So we're going to be working on those wounds. We're going to be working deeper into the Akashic records and what are the vows and contracts that need to be released. We're going to be going into the past lives so we can really reclaim our magic and our energy. Um, we're going to be working with, again, like the womb healing and um, clearing out a lot of the debris that we may still hold. And with this, it's going to give us the ability to stand in our truth and share our message because we need guides. We need the people who are willing to step up and to say something a little different if it's the truth. Um, and so, yeah, in six months, we're going to be doing um, different meditations and yoga and energy healing. We're going to be teaching, I'm going to teach you guys how to actually meditate and how to connect and, um, you know, anchor in your own light and understand what is a pillar of light. What are the, the rose codes? what you know the ancient teachings of the goddesses from past lives and from our human history like it's all coming together in this container and so i'm really excited to um, help people to stand up and this is so much more than just their their themselves like as they anchor in this light and as they continuously embody who they truly are we're shifting the paradigm and we're going to be doing um big earth clearing throughout the grids of the planet we're going to be sending healing to different locations on the earth activating different grids and things so it's a whole experience um this is for the mystics the healers this is for the witches this is for those radical guides this is for those people who are ready for the next step and to do it in a container and to do it um at a, at a way that we really start to share the healing with the planet yeah, and that launches 222 of 22. And that that number was guided. It was gifted to me. So I'm super excited to be sharing that. Yeah. I also do um I also okay. do of course I do DNA activations. I do those all the time too. Um, and then I do also um my newest session is a soul star reading, which is really connecting to your oversoul and your higher self and connecting to um kind of like the supra consciousness of of the person so it's not just your higher self we're going to go a little higher um i find often in working with people and where they first planted their feet sometimes it's the earth and sometimes it's beyond so um that's really exciting that's really to help people to bring their um their higher highest lifetime purpose forward so they can just taste and see that and then it's up to them of course to make the steps to um, bring that into reality but it's it's been a beautiful process and also the fact that it includes that everyday divinity includes not only some guest speakers because i get to come in and talk which i'm excited about but also yeah. that it includes your dna activation is 
that's crazy. That's a really, that's a really good deal, guys. You should actually, now that I think about it, you guys should definitely jump on that because that is amazing. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to be sharing Athena's socials, her website. If you are listening to this, check the comments, check the post, um, because there'll be ways to get in touch with her. Um, and you have a couple weeks before Everyday Divinity begins. Um, so make sure you get in touch with her and get yourself all lit up with magic because you are a wonderful, special soul. And I love you. Me too. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, if you guys have been listening, thank you so much. I hope that we got to share some light or shed some light on what DNA activation is. If you have any questions, I know Athena would be so happy to field those for you and talk with you more. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening to the very first episode now of Diabolical Woman. We are going to be lighting the way for so many other people to pick up their torches and heal everything about this earth. So I love you, Athena. Thank you again so much. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, everybody.